Hi and welcome to the video called Metaphysical Techniques that I wish everybody would know. Take note, I'm going to be a little bit detailed here because in case you're eating or you're like driving or you're considering these techniques, I kind of want you to have like a really good range and perspective of how to go about this in terms of like commanding your native energies and like these little tidbits, you know, these little details that kind of refine how you go about your energy and just make everything better. You know how um, you can have like a really good recipe for a dish and you kind of like have a really great idea of going about it, but there's just this little detail, this one little ingredient or proportion or like prep that you just didn't know that kind of makes it a thousand times better. So this is like what I'm aiming to give you, okay? So these might be techniques you've had heard before but we're going into them with some detail so that you could really go about this fruitfully okay let's start okay so first of all i want to talk about um shielding slash dredging up energy okay okay so first of all i want to talk about shielding and protecting your energy especially if you're the type to be overly sensitive like you pick up other people's emotions too much or if you could hear a spirit it's kind of bothering you when like some random ghosts or some random messages just pop in your head and there's like no way to filter it okay so a good way to think about energy or like these upper chakras of yours being open and receptive and like transmitters right is that you have like this new cell phone with like a phone number, but your phone number is written on like a public stall of a mall and you get like random ass <laughs> spirits and messages. And even like with dreams, right? Sometimes you get like these loopy astral dreams and they're, they're kind of just random and you don't know what they mean and they're like, Okay, I have an expanded sense of reality, but it's like not clicking. It's not fully clicking for me. And that's because your number is just in the public restroom, you know? Um, the thing is, you could have like a phone book. You could have like, for people who don't have phone books or never experienced phone books, you could have a lot of people who can access your number, but technically... You only give it to some people. And that's why we're very specific that you want the people who have access to your energy to be that of the highest and best for you. And even if you were to assist other spirits and other people, you know, by channeling messages for them, you also state that unless you are the highest and best channel for it, um, that it's the only way for it to be able to go through you so if you're not the highest and best you could easily like skip so i also work as a channeler for like people for like healing and stuff and i even have this little detail of like if i don't need to know and i could just say it through metaphors and images like my conscious brain doesn't need to know that for example you cheated on your wife or something like you, you just skip that you know i don't need the tmi you also say that. You physically say that if I don't need to know, don't tell me. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Because the thing is, when you're like opening these upper centers and you're like have this willingness to commune with everything, sometimes it could be misinterpreted as just like pure hunger of knowledge, right? And that knowledge isn't like categorized properly. It's kind of like you're ordering so many books from the library, but it's like not categorized per group. Like it's not categorized by like travel, spirituality, biology, science, whatever. Like, do you see how chaotic that would be? Do you see how stressful that would be? So the thing is, even if you're calling forth wisdom and information, there is like this sifter you know, there are filters in terms of like, you know how like you, so you go to a library, right? And you, you type in filters in like their search database of like, this is what I'm looking for, right? And it narrows it down, right? And even when you get the thing that you're looking for, it's categorized, right? You even ask spirit of if like, this is the best fit for me, right? So that's why I highly promote that little caveat of is this the highest and best you are the highest and best of support for me that's one two is that am i the best channel to highest and best serve other people and three is do i even have to know right because the thing is especially for like just a vessel of like communicating grace sometimes we just want to know because of the comfort of like being sure or or of understanding but if you even let go of that sometimes things flow easier because there's just trust there's just a lived experience of like oh it's working i don't i don't need to fully understand like we as people as humans always kind of have like this limited perspective and if you kind of give up needing to fully know grace can kind of flow in more mysterious ways for you so really just um delineate that for you and if if your aura kind of exploded and kind of is a sponge and seeps in too much and what i mean by too much is that okay when i mean by too much is that you're ordering so many library books and it's not even specific to your needs and it's not organized per category that's what I mean by too much, you know? So I love overabundance of like what your specific needs are and being met fully in that and like expanding in that. But I don't like this unorganized stuff. So I feel like a lot of people think that um, shields is just a big no, right? Like it's a big like people suck. Like other people are like stressful. Like clouds, clouds are just stressful and like... It's just a big no, right? And I know that if if you grew up with not having enough no, you're just your concept of shields is just no. But I want you to think of shields like skin. Like um your skin can breathe, you know, but it also distinguishes your internal organs from like the external world, right? Um and even these spaces for like if you think of ecosystems like forests there's these transition spaces of like oh what is being let into the biosphere and what is like not part of it or like what cannot permeate into it so so really when you're saying that that which is not helpful for me that which is not servicing me is just not allowed in my space 
that's like a good conditional for like protection yeah so if that's not mine or there's no like there's no nutrition for this you you can't enter my space you know and it can even be especially if you know you're entering a kind of hostile environment so for example um people are arguing or uh some people are like visibly like hostile or um and you're in a kind of like a tense situation you can kind of retract your aura like a little bit closer to you and you can make it a little bit more dense so you would see in a lot of texts online how you could imagine like a black void you can imagine angels protecting you you can imagine walls you can imagine like verdant thorny bushes you can imagine i also like scramblers so scramblers is like you know that thing on tvs where it's like you you blur it out so it's like a it's like an invisibility cloak or like a, a you don't have access to me kind of thing. So this is especially... So the thing is, when you kind of activate all of your centers, you kind of end up like a light bulb, you know? So so a lot of like... Um, a lot of like scattered spirits might be attracted to you or like a lot of people's... This happens to Scorpios as well, often. In terms of like, a lot of people will just unearth their trauma around you because they could see that you could kind of receive it. But unless your conscious, your conscious personal brain is like, oh yeah, I'm ready to like receive someone's trauma dump. Um, that could be like a lot, right? You could be not in the proper space to receive that. So, but people just sense that sometimes. So they don't, they're even doing it subconsciously. So, so the thing is, um to avoid that dump or to be like a little drain so that you're not a drain for everybody and what i mean by drain is that you know you're you're helping people excavate their stuff for them um is that you could do that scrambler thing you could disappear for a bit in the sense that you're only available to that which is the highest and best and right now you can't do this like charity work <laughs> in terms of like Mm, I don't want people to misinterpret this. So what I mean by this is that sometimes when you're tasked on your dharma and you're like focused on a specific way to service people, you kind of need to focus on that. And then if you're bogged down by a lot of like these wayward spirits or like these side quests, you can't focus on your like main quest, right? So that's why there's that necessity of a little bit of like a blur right especially for people who have like really really intense kundalini awakenings um and they tend to have like um other diagnoses like for example adhd or bipo this can be very very overwhelming like it's overstimulating because there's like so much information right so i'm just giving you like as one shaman to like another i guess um these are just techniques to be really more specific in terms of like your guards. Also, uh, I also noticed that some people who are like really new to this don't evoke guards for some reason. Here's the thing. Every time you like open a door, like even internally, like you go to your internal world and you know, and you see your emotions and stuff, or like you want to clear a space, you re or even when you do tarot readings, 
anytime you open anything, I need you to evoke someone bigger than you. Yeah? Um, it could be archangels. It could be like your higher self. Just so that it's bigger than your small you, which is your small self. Um, you could evoke the Mother Mary or just God and Source itself. Just just evoke something, please. Because um, you can't do these things alone. And there are just parts of the mystery that you can't just fully address, right? And just so that you're not careless about it, it's always like asking for a supervisor. You know, like when you're doing something new and it, you, you kind of, you're just like, teacher, can you like look at this while I'm doing it? Just so that anything goes to shit, you could like step in. So that's anytime you do any like psychic work. Okay. And I would say that it can be delicate. Yeah, it can be delicate because you're like dealing with people's shadows. Um, you could be barking up the wrong tree in terms of like, oh my god, like you thought it was just like a small stuck spirit and now it's like, oh my god, it's like demonic level. (laughs) So it's like, you need to be, you need to, you need to be smart about this. So I want, I want people who are exploring these, you know, exploring Wicca, exploring cars, exploring, um, these kinds of communion, with spirit really have like like trust your heart in terms of like selecting a protector yeah um and as long as it feels good and feels right in terms of like okay yeah archangel michael really got my back he's making his presence felt then that's good that's good evoke that before you do anything okay so that's the shielding thing okay now, the shielding thing, so sit a little bit on my perspective. So I'm looking at your order, right? So the first thing is let's limit the stress by shielding properly and having like security guards, right? Great, right? Good, good. Now, okay, there's probably some gunk in your system that you kind of want to learn how to excavate and extricate and just banish, okay? Um... You just want to vomit it. You just want to excise the blocks. You just want to like almost pass it like feces. Now, the thing is that people do this in different ways. So some people would like do fasting, prayer, um, a lot of like visualizations to like just extract these things. But oh, bath salts, right? Or saging. But I feel like one of the things that people kind of forget is that when you're extracting something, you kind of need force slash flow, right? So for example, you're pushing something out from your gut, right? Maybe it's this sexual trauma or this fear, right? So you're like, you're like pushing it out like to your front, Imagine, so you're doing a pushing force, right? Okay, imagine like a vacuum cleaner on the other end that's like pulling it out, right? Like a, like a void force, like a black hole thing. Don't you think like you pushing and something else pulling will make things more efficient? Also, imagine if you just did the whole vomiting thing and the ex, like extraction thing and you just threw it on your floor and you didn't really banish it. Um, don't you think it just stays there? <laughs> 
you know, like if you don't, I feel like when people bless their spaces or when people like cleanse spaces, I don't think people mention the exit point often enough. Like that little trash can hole of like where you banish the thing. Like, I don't know why it's not discussed enough, but I'm like, yo. <laughs> so like when you're cleansing a space, like really point, find the point where things can exit the window or exit drain to the floor. Um, and when you're also purging, so for example, you're purging via water, like through a bath or something. Um, make sure the wa- the bath water is not stagnant. Yeah, it's just it, this is very like if you really think about it, it's very common sense. It's very practical. It's very oh yeah, of course that would happen. I feel like a lot of people when they get into like metaphysical stuff, this spiritual stuff, um, they tend to think everything is just like very magical. And the thing is, no, it kind of also has physics to it, you know, so. Um, look at, think of the exit point. I think this is also why a lot of people also like cleansing flames. So think Holy Spirit fire. Because the way it purges is just via, like it, like it sublimates, right? It becomes ash. But the thing with fire rituals though is that they're a little bit more painful. Because think the transfiguration of fire, like through a phoenix, is more like, like it scalds you versus if you just bathe in water and you you just like um dredge out the toxins right so you see how like there's different ways to go about this so anyway um do have a method do have a method in terms of like excavating all of that and i do want to note that because there's like force right there's like flow with certain things I really want you to always evoke from your primal place of power. So um, a lot of people have different, like, uh, what do you call this? Like strengths. So some people are more like heart-centered. Some people are more like if you evoke truth in them, their spirit just lights up. So the thing is, especially like with very personal enlightenment, You'll see how like the facets and being of people are trained to different frequencies and it's very unique, right? So I feel like the more familiar you are with what is kind of like your power place, like for example, fire and movement, or is it like steady rock and kingdoms? The more you could really sit in that natural organic energy of yours, the more natural it is for you to be able to push out. So I was talking about how like when you're extracting, you need flow. You need like a suction thing for exit and also you need force, right? So I need you to evoke power and force. So you could also evoke guys or just like your higher self. But I also just want to say that... um, you know how, like, people just have certain tastes for certain food? So it's like, oh, sometimes you just like sour stuff or, like, sweet things. That's the same thing with, like, spiritual power. Um, some people feel stronger when they're evoking death. Some people feel stronger when they're evoking life, right? It's not once, like, more important or more spiritual or more divine. It's just... It's just more attuned or attrained to like your natural energy. 
And I feel like you should really, really, really look into that so that you could um, lean into what works best for you. Okay, so next up. So that's the extraction, right? Okay. Last but not least is I feel like, so you know how like when you do surgery and you just removed something and you kind of need to cauterize um, and like sew up what you just opened in the surgery thing, right? So you need to, there's aftercare. You need to like, so if you just removed something from your energetic body, you kind of need to fill yourself up. The reason why people have remissions or like go back to old habits or old thought forms they ju- that they just banished is because the etheric energetic body still kind of has like the grooves of like that previous pattern. And if you don't like backfill it, you know, you, you, you backfill it with, um, so think of it like, like if you had like a tooth surgery and you need to fill it up with pasta and stuff, you, you need to so that you don't invite the same corruption you kind of you kind of need to fill up that hole so that it doesn't you know it doesn't look too tasty or inviting for all that ugly stuff so that's why i was emphasizing on knowing like what your power is yeah so that you could fill up that emptiness right that 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 emptied habit with like inspiration power and love so for example you just excavated like this weird pattern of like criticism and gossip right so you just vomited all of that projection that that need to feel better about yourself by like talking about other people that that false sense of intimacy by talking about other people and talking shit you know so you so you just you just you just exorcised yourself of that pattern right and then you're like now what do i do <laughs> it's like okay shit no oh, i have time now what the fuck am i supposed to <laughs> right so it's like so so for you to not do like a remission to like gossip to fill yourself with like inspiration power and love you'd be like oh i kind of want to write about like my hobbies or my passion or i want to have this very specific blog article about like the singer's perspective on this right it's like oh you know it's 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 how do you how do i say this it's like it's very expansive it's something you want to do it's something that gifts the world it's something that loves right so when you so yes you can hear this from personal development in a sense that um they say replace bad habits with just better habits not just drop stuff but I also want to say on an energetic level, this means that if you kind of like exorcised, for example, your gut of like black goo. So, for example, you did that for 10 minutes, at least spend like five minutes evoking like white light or like whatever natural stuff you like, like, for example, um, trees or like red rock on your stomach. Just so that your stomach energy actually knows what new energy to latch onto, right? So even as you do that on like a physical, practical level, please also do it on like an energetic, subliminal, internal level, right? So if you do a bit of like a visualization of like letting go of like the past, right? I, I, I... 
want you to also like my favorite one is always drinking the nectar ambrosia water of like my truth of like my soul's essence like i'm i'm drinking it my soul into soul like multiplying it expounding it exponentially like um letting it steep into every dimension version life of myself like that is how i do the recouping after the exorcism right so um do that do that do that so that uh you don't walk around weaker because after the extraction you tend to be weaker and tend to be more vulnerable and you can't just um let's not be irresponsible that way okay so let's reseal ourselves with our own like light or juice or juju you know and we're going to be better moving forward from there yeah i feel like everybody should know this in a sense because if you're like in a job that interfaces with a lot of customers I feel like the whole shielding thing would be great. And after like a long day, you extract like anything that's not you from your energetic body. Also, I know that this sounds this sounds really it can sound really complicated, but I earnestly want to share that as long as you're very sincere about your intention of doing this, um, you do a bit of visualization and like feeling it on your body, like whatever. Some people like talking more than feeling it on their body, so just just whatever works for you. Really attune, I attenuate. That's like a fancy word for saying that. Really pay attention to like what works for you, and just re- lean really hard to that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, after a long day, you do whatever works for you in terms of like, bleh, right, right, and then you recoup yourself. And then the more you do this, the deeper you go, like the better your shields are, the better your extraction is, the better the rebuilding of yourself is. And after like some time, um, after like cycles of like weeks or days of like you building up this good momentum towards like being your authentic energy and your authentic self you would be more energized, you would be more in tap with who you are and what your body feels like, and you would feel definitely more equipped in terms of um, like mitigating any disasters in terms of in terms of stressful situations, in terms of like any physical pain or like trying to understand your own emotions so for example if you have like a big emotions and you're just trying to let it flow through your body since you've done the flow thing on like a daily basis when you get something like more critical right like a very panicky situation you actually already have like the like the muscle memory to do this yeah and that's why i want everybody to learn it (laughs) yeah so that's it for now. Hmm, let me see if I anything else I want to add. Uh, I just want to say that for psychic healers, spiritual leaders, empaths, and such, that if you deal primarily with like tapping with like the communal collective energy, or even intimately, like with your clients' guides and their higher selves and their path, that um 
you will be needing to build up a lot of like physical integrity and strength to have. So imagine there's like a lot of load for like your upper chakras. So your lower chakras need to get good, you know? And the thing is that a lot of people can be like, oh my God, I feel like they go through maybe more healing crisis because, you know, spirit is initiating them to like the next level. Um, and there's just this whole, the echoes with their clients might get more intense. And I just want to say that even when you get to those like, especially for light workers and stuff, right? So even when you get to those levels, I just want to say that the same process still applies. Even when you're rectifying like karma and energies across lifetimes, across dimensions, that the whole protect yourself, evoke higher beings and teachers and guides, um, you know, just just going back to yourself, it's still the same thing. It's just in a different level t- dimension. But you know how like when you study like dancing or martial arts, the basics is still the basics. How good your basics are actually speaks of how masterful you are. It's not about the complicated advanced techniques. And even the complicated advanced techniques is just paradoxically just another phase of what was actually fundamental. You know, what's super advanced is actually also super basic. Yeah. So when I'm talking about these things, people might be like, oh my God, I already know shielding. I already know grounding. By the way, grounding... um, I know I didn't really fully explain it here, but the thing is when you're excavating and like shooting it down the drain, um, that's kind of like a part of grounding. So anyway, my whole point is that being able to harness and take care of like your native energy, your, your native spiritual soul print energy, uh, that's the... That's the basic fundamental and also super advanced stuff, you know. Um, So I hope that you really, really invest in it and that you spend time exploring what works best for you. So for me, um, the excavation and the restitching of my own energy is something I do before I fall asleep because I also do a lot of dream work. But I can also imagine that some people like doing this with like the morning startup, like a morning tune-up. So do whatever works for you. And I hope you figure out and have like a real experience of all of this. And yeah, that's it for this recording. I hope you liked the video and goodbye. See ya. Leave a like, subscribe.